of my body i am michelle that didn't answer my question linda um okay what was the question again how might you affect change in the face of an obstacle so i mean i really i think it depends on the obstacle um who who is the obstacle who are these loud ass whores in the hallway i'm gonna use this either go into an apartment or don't but like (laughs) don't just loiter on the fucking steps okay they, this is a side, well, I guess this is like adversity. We're going to be talking about adversity. So I live, I'm going to pop my head outside. I'm just going to see who's fucking giggling out there. Giggling like a moron. <laughs> Who is it? Like right the fuck there. I thought they were farther down the hallway. But they're right there outside the door. No, okay. So I live in a fairly open complex. So you can pretty much walk into any building. And a lot of people um, will keep their doors unlocked. Um, so you pretty much walk into any apartment and, um, there have been several instances where I've been in my underwear, sitting in the kitchen, um, watching Netflix or YouTube, um, eating a bowl filled to the brim and over the brim with, um, stovetop popcorn and frat men have stumbled into my apartment believing that they found the place that their friend was looking for. And they're all looking for Mark. I don't know who the hell Mark is. He lives in... 315 something somewhere but yet yet several instances at least twice probably three times there have been frat men that have just like stumbled in and I've like met them at the door and slammed them in the face and pushed them out and they've been like let us in and I'm like no and they're like isn't this Mark's house I was like no it's not Mark's house they're like this isn't 315. I was like, no, look at the door. It's 304, you, you fat whores. I've slept with a Mark, and his house was not impressive by any means, so they need to just keep... Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay, but wait a second. We lost track. Yeah. We're three minutes in, and we didn't actually answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, adversity. No, um, but how might you affect change And oh. how... Wait, what was the question? How might I affect change in the face of a an obstacle? Yeah, an obstacle. Um, I mean, I would like to believe that I'm a very changey type of person. Like, I think on my feet a lot, I guess is what I'm trying to say. I change my clothes every day. Okay, hey, I hey, you know what's change. fun? Hey, you know, you, know, <laughs> you know where you can put that sass? Right at the goddamn door. I throw and look at, that. at the strippers every day. Look at that. We're in the living room, which is attached to the door. So, like, it's literally right there. And you can, you can feel free. You can just walk right out. As I, like, like, you can touch like it. You my can father actually... did. Wow. <laughs> um, some part of me wants to take pity on you for that, but, like... The door, though, <laughs> is, like, there. right there. <laughs> you know, like, father, like, son. So, yeah. So, change. If that was the case, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I I like to believe that I can think on my feet fairly fairly easily. And so, it makes, it makes making decisions and, like, hardships fairly easy. I try never to be caught by surprise. I, like, tend to think of absolutely every possible scenario i have a contingency plan per room if a murderer walks in or if a meteorite were to hit the building or if god forbid the person next to me turned into a zombie and tried to bite my arm i have contingency plans per room 
her building. To be fair, I would be biting more than his arm. What? Was that a blowjob joke? Yeah. No, nobody wants you biting their dick. Okay, back on track though. No, but so like, you're prepared for anything. Yeah, I don't know. It's like a very, very weird thing. I, I've always like I have to be like an outside booth person because I have to have like contingency plans. Like, and obviously that's not funny. It's like fairly serious, but like, it's it's weird. My dad always talked about how like he had a friend who. I think he was in the Navy or the Army or the Marines or one branch of something. He did Jiu-Jitsu, which is, they're all basically the same thing. And um, he always had to have a contingency plan and a contingency plan on his contingency plan of, like, how to get out of somewhere and, like, how to, like, deal with the situation. And if he, like, you know, like, he always, like, had, like, he was prepared just in case, like, shit went down. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I was like, girl, I don't know how grim your life's got to be if you afraid that shit's going to go down. But then again, I do the same shit. So, yeah. but, like, it's not, like... I have not defrauded the government. I I don't have a pocket of scandals in my pocket. Like, I don't have two pockets in my pocket. Tupac. I have Tupac. (laughs) Tupac is not in my pocket. He is a scandal. I'm confused how Tupac relates back to what we were talking about. I'm not. And actually, I think if you you listen back to this audio, you'll, you'll be able to follow it, I think, more easily than anything else in the world. I'd be able to follow myself right out that door. I mean, the invitation's there. You just have to RSVP. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Wow. No, not the same, Aretha. Not the same at all, Aretha. You were... God. You make me feel like a natural woman. Something about you... That's Ariana Grande. Makes me feel like That's a dangerous woman. No, not the same. Not the same. We're no, not the same. <laughs> nope. I feel like I'm not gonna be able to add anything to this conversation because honestly I still don't understand the question itself. Um, it's like how can you change bad situations? Um Well, okay. Actually I, I do have a fairly funny story. Okay. Um so like okay, so one of the things that the mostly the male half of my family, I guess like my dad's half, we we're not real grievers. Um, when it comes to, like, death and, and decay and destruction and grossness, um, we tend to be fairly funny people. And I think it's maybe because we're, that half is, like, all, like, the Irish and the Germans, and they just tend to laugh things off. Whereas my mom's half, they're, like, the Italian heavy wine drinkers that, you know... They grieve. Yeah, like, if you step on a bee, you must mourn the bee. Like, it's, it's very, like, (laughs) like, there could be a tsunami that killed two people in some other far distant third world country and yet you grieve for days it's it's very it's very polarizing yeah um but my dad entire side of the family you laugh at just about anything like you you make jokes and you get people laughing and especially when you get those two sides together it does not work one goddamn bit but we were at we were at I think it was my it was my great grandma's funeral and it was my brother my uncle Dale and I we were just like chilling over in the corner we were just like making jokes and just chuckling it up and my brother turns around and there was like a little alcove and literally sees what we thought was the face of death and it was this old decrepit man like his skin was like falling off of his body and like his mouth was just like a gape and he had like two teeth yeah and then he literally stared at us and like just like old man breathed for a little bit and then he just I don't remember him walking away. I just remember looking back and he wasn't there. But I don't ever remember, like, breaking eye contact with this man. I just remember him, like, (laughs) being there and then being gone. And we were just like, the fuck? 
fuck? And so we talked about this old man for the rest of not only the funeral, but the reception and the day after breakfast. And it was just literally we turned this man into fucking cocktail fodder at my great-grandma's <laughs> funeral. It turned out to be her brother. We've never met him before. Stop picking your nose. I'm sorry, what part of rubbing my septum ring is picking my nose? Hey, but they don't know the difference because it's an audio recording. You and know, I'm going to leave that part in there then. Yeah, okay. I feel like we're making a podcast. We are. I don't think this was supposed to be like an, <laughs> like a really serious interview. At least I hope not. Because if we just made a podcast. I think we need to make a weekly <laughs> podcast of just gays talking about gay shit. That should be the name of the podcast. This is the part of the clip that I want to present to the rest of my classmates. Okay, wait. <laughs> Give me like some topic that I can just like rattle off on. I mean, like, if, if that's the topic it's supposed to be, like, how do you... Um, oh, I could talk about the story of how I lost my hearing. I think I faced adversity. I don't think... I don't think we should share that with them okay. at all. Alright, so it was October the 17th. No, listen... It was a chilly on hey. evening. Oh, <laughs> She's gonna listen to all of this and be like... Is what she? The, yeah, because I have to submit, like, my 10 to 20 minutes, and we're at 13, and all of this is gonna be in there. That's hysterical. Hi, Jessica, I love you. Hi, my name is Roger, and we're going to be going through an hour of smooth classic rock, so just sit back and relax, and... My turn. So, uh, attention passengers, we're, we're, we're going to be hitting a little bit of turbulence. Shh. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, hold on, we're gonna be about a half an hour more until we land in San Francisco. <laughs> have you have you watched that one? Um, <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I feel it. What time are we at? Well, I'm gonna go ahead. Let's and... make it a half hour. No, we're gonna close it off here so that I have something to edit down. I don't think you're gonna.